So much great Advertising Week content, so little time. Snackable AI is now helping you navigate podcasts like this one, event sessions, and other content with chapters, topic tags, and more. Find the insights that matter to you faster than ever before. Learn more at snackable.ai. This week on the AW360 podcast, I speak with Ilhan Zengin, CEO at Show Heroes Group. Ilhan discusses Show Heroes' massive growth, the growing importance of video and CTV, and the reasons why contextual and semantic technologies should be at the core of every advertiser's targeting strategy. I hope you enjoy this episode. Ilhan, welcome to the AW360 podcast. It's it's good to have you back. We we had an aborted recording attempt, but uh, we managed to get you back on. So I'm, I'm pleased to have you on today. Yeah, good things comes to those who wait, right, Richard? Thanks for having me, and thanks, everyone, for tuning in. So you're CEO at Show Heroes Group. Tell us a little bit about Show Heroes and what you guys do. That is right. So I'm CEO and one of the founders at Show Heroes Group. We are a leading provider for digital video advertising solutions for brands and also for publishers. And what we do in a nutshell is we provide publishers on the internet, but also OTT, CTV players out there with technology and video content to turn, um, you know, like basically page impressions, written content into video content. And we make that content accessible to the media buyer. So we create more video inventory and we make that accessible to the media buyer. And of course, we also provide yeah, an additional benefit for the end user because everybody loves to um, view videos, you know, that's basically what it is. So there's something in there for the user, for the media owner, and also for the media buyer. And what was your path to Show Heroes like? How did you get started? So we got started five years ago, five and a half years to be precise, in, in Berlin, Germany, where our headquarters still are. I mean, today we are a big global company with more than 400 people, more than 20 markets, 26 offices all around the globe. Um, obviously, um, that is growing on a regular basis, daily basis, I should say. Um, before I started Show Heroes, I worked for a company called Plista that we sold back then to WPP Group M, I think, eight, nine years ago. And I was internationalizing that product um, alongside Group M back then, especially in the APEC region, but also all over Europe, also in the US for, for a little bit. And then after a while, really, um, you know, you begin to understand that being part of such a big corporate uh, has a lot of advantages. I mean, you can scale quickly, you meet a lot of people, you get access to a lot of, you know, like A-level execs all around the globe. But at the same time, also, it limits your creativity and, and what you can do and your turnaround time, if you will. So, yeah, literally, I mean, all the network we've built with Group M back then, we basically utilized to push um, the, the, the new, the latest trends, I should say, forward. And those trends five years ago already were video, um, mobile, and it was semantic targeting already. And, and this is why we basically started with Show Heroes Group. So tell me, I understand that Show Heroes has experienced a phenomenal amount of growth in a very short span of time. So tell us a little bit about where you're reaching, where you're working now, and sort of future plans as you see them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the growth has been tremendous. And then sometimes really you have to pinch yourself to, to really realize that this is um, yeah reality. 
the company today, five, 400 employees, as I said, I mean, we are growing. I think we should hit the 600 before the end of the year. Um, we are headquarters in Berlin, Germany. There is a lot of offices all over Europe. We just launched in the US. So I'm currently in New York in our US office. And we started here, I think it was in Jan this year. We also recently acquired a company um, just called Smart Club Latin America that has offices all over Latin America, 260 people. And so, yeah, therefore now we are also present in, in you know, Mexico and Peru, Brazil, Argentina, Chile, and so on and so forth. So we truly have become a global player. You know, we were the market leader in Europe for a while now, but, but now we are really become a true global player. And um, yeah, we are also looking for the APEC region and then more things to come. And what sort of challenges have you faced along the way? I mean, just, you know, doing business in one region is sometimes hard enough. What is it like doing business in all of those regions, especially with something that has to conform to language requirements like video? Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Um, you know, eventually, I think challenges you will always encounter if you enter new markets. Um, language is, of course, if it comes to video, a very integral part of it. But first and foremost, really, if you want to enter new markets, you have to understand how um, the market mechanics work and what the actual potential behind a market is. So you can obviously narrow it down to the usual, you know, KPIs um, in terms of market size, in terms of the total ad spend, and, and yeah, I mean, how, how big um, a market actually is in terms of users. But I think, you know, and what's also very important when you want to launch an international business, and this is something I really have learned along the way, is you need to understand um, who you're going to be working with in the end of the day. So it's very important that you pick the right team, the right colleagues to get the job done. And you have to be opportunistic, not just about a market because it looks good on paper, but you have to be opportunistic about do I, I find the right people to basically um, take on this journey, this adventure uh, with me. And this is really how we started internationalizing the show here We knew that we wanted to build an international company from day one because um, simply one market is not you know big enough if you really want to um, yeah, play the end game in terms of becoming one of the leading companies in your ecosystem. But, and we, as I said before, you know, I made experience with that in the past. So that was for sure an advantage. But eventually we just launched market by market by market, simply um, out of opportunities because that we had, because we met the right people or, and, and that's also an important thing I think to mention here, or because we met the right companies that we could acquire. We acquired five companies over the last one and a half years. And that also helped us, of course, going to market because it kind of functions as an accelerator, really. Excellent. Well, you know, one of the things that we all talk about in the industry right now, and is certainly um, something that we've been cautiously optimistic about is the death of the cookie. Tell me, how does Show Heroes deal with the pending death of the cookie? And, you know, is it kind of a contextual question, uh, semantics? Where are you going from there? Yeah, I mean, it's a combination of both, really. I mean, as I said, it was something that we really wanted to do in the beginning. It was one of the, of the mega trends that we kind of did foresee um, a little bit when we started five years ago. Um, today, obviously, to your point, the, the topic is more present than ever. Um, yeah, Google <laughs> played a part here. And, and for us, eventually, it was a blessing in disguise for a certain extent. And 
Um, contextual and, and especially semantic targeting is something that we have developed in-house of our semantic hero. We have data scientists working on, on the targeting really, but I, I must say that I mean, there is a lot of um, technologies out there. There's a lot of companies out there that focus on semantic and contextual targeting. I think what's more important than just, quote unquote, having the actual targeting and learning algorithms in place is having the matching element as far as categorized content is concerned, right? So what we do is we match video content with um, written articles for the most part. So yeah, scrapping the websites and extrapolating and certain meanings, finding the right semantics, looking at the meta text, the IB categories and so on and so forth. That is something I'll be honest here. I think a lot of providers out there can do. One of the biggest differences here is that we not only provide semantic and contextual targeting, because there may be a lot of vendors or solution providers out there that do that. I mean, what we have done from day one is doing that with all our data scientists and, you know, all the algorithms and deep learning technologies that we are applying on the one hand. But on the other hand, really, we also do produce video content and the video content and it's hosted in our platform and our Shoggy was play and our Shoggy was monetized platform for publishers. And it is categorized and um, with regard to IAB categories, different sentiments, locales, and so on and so forth. And processing that quality video content at scale to then match it with the content of the article is actually the missing piece of the puzzle for the most part. So applying the targeting is one thing, but I think actually having the missing piece here that should be then distributed on, um, you know, uh, on side of the article, I think that is actually what, what makes Shogi was different from a lot of other players out there. You know, one of the, the segments of the industry that's growing probably not quite as fast as Show Heroes is, obviously, is connected TV. Tell me, how do you at Show Heroes view that space and are you involved in it? And if so, how? Yeah, we're involved in it, yes, for sure. Um, it is one of the hottest uh, you know, commodities out there these days. Um, it is growing big time. It is as so often growing uh, faster, quicker, earlier in the US compared to some of our other markets. It's huge in Latin America, for sure. Europe is um, slowly but surely ramping up. And what we are doing there is, I mean, we work with, with all the big media um, outlets out there, right, in the most of, of our markets. So. A lot of those guys, they also have an offering uh, via OTT or connected TV rather. And in a year, it's just like, I mean, it's just logical to actually extend the relationship and also work with them um, if it comes to the big screen. And it also really supports our message towards the media buyer by truly offering a multi-screen yeah, approach. Right. I mean, if you want to buy media, ideally you can really address the audiences across multiple screens and, and the big screen shouldn't be an exception here. And I think with the rise of, of CTV, like today, this opportunity really is out there. So what we do is, uh, of course, we leverage our semantic targeting also on the big screen. So that allows our, uh, our brands and our media buyers to reach the audiences, not just based on, on, on different um, you know, content owners or different broadcasters, different applications, but also um, based on semantics. I think that makes a lot of sense, especially nowadays for targeting um, is still pretty much limited um, if it comes to CTV and OTT. 
And then secondly, of course, it is way more interesting and it comes in a way uh, handier, I should say, for media buyers to work with providers like Show Heroes if they want to reach their audience at scale. Since um, these days, we are still looking at a pretty much fragmented media landscape if it comes to ODT. So to actually reach um, your audience, if you want to work with one aggregator and, and one ad server provider and one you know, SSP slash DSP, you actually would only get segments of different audiences rather than the whole audience at once. But working with uh, someone like Show Heroes, who is then working with all those other guys, actually can work as an aggregator for you and it really helps you to drive to scale by just plugging into one part, so to speak. So that is something which we are doing quite successfully these days. But at the same time, as I said, I think semantic targeting is key here. And we also have a new product out there, which is called Native CTV, which basically leverages our content production capabilities onto the big screen. And it's, it's a growing segment for us. What can I say? I think around 10% of our annual revenues this year are already going to be connected TV revenues compared to last year, it was maybe 5%. So it's doubling easily. Wow. Last question. What do you foresee in, say, the next five to 10 years as being challenges or opportunities or both for show heroes? Well, I mean, growing is always a challenge, isn't it? Um, as I said it before, I mean, we're looking at a lot of different geos, we're, a lot of, we're looking at a lot of different markets and cultures. So that alone for sure is going to be a challenge. And um, the death of the cookie for us, it's not a challenge. It's, as I said, it's a blessing in disguise. It's an opportunity. I think that is very important. Um, and, and yeah, I, I think looking at a fragmented landscape like CTV and OTT, it is going to be a challenge to make sure that it, it gets less fragmented in the future and to actually ensure the quality um, across the um, the channel, if you will, because I do feel that today and, and most likely that it's going to remain for a couple of years and the landscape, if it comes to CTV, pretty much resembles this, the state of, of mobile advertising five to 10 years ago. So there's a lot of vendors out there. There's a lot of traffic out there, but there's also a lot of fraud and there's not a lot of quality and there's not a lot of, of standardized um, yeah, patterns out there, I think, that are needed in order to drive the industry forward and to actually complete the transition from linear TV and from you know, classic TV and media buying uh, strategies onto, onto connected. And that is definitely going to be one of the challenges for the market, but also for us as one of the leading players in the industry. Well, Ilhan, it's been a pleasure having you back on the show. I hope to have you again sometime soon. And um, you know, thanks for taking the time to be on today. For sure. Thanks for having you, Richard, and see you soon. Thanks for listening. For more content like this and to learn about Advertising Week's global events for the advertising, marketing, and technologies industries, including the upcoming AWA PAC returning to Sydney this August, visit www.advertisingweek.com. Chaptering and other structural elements for this podcast are powered by Snackable AI. 
With the ability to unify all content in one place, have AI distill the best insights instantaneously and share them seamlessly, businesses on Snackable create more relevant value for their audiences faster than ever before. Learn more at snackable.ai.